Are you ready for TCT360? The event for 3D printing and additive manufacturing intelligence is back. Wherever you are in your AM journey, our fully CPD certified program will have something for you. See Additive in action as 250 plus exhibitors run live demos of their machinery and equipment. Hear from NHS England, Rolls-Royce, Boeing, J-Bull and more as they take to the stage to discuss the latest applications. It's time to reconnect with your community after almost two years apart. Signing up is free and takes just a couple of minutes. So register today and prepare to join us at the NEC Birmingham on the 28th to the 30th of September 2021 to see Additive in action. Hello and welcome to Additive Insight, your source for news, interviews and comment on the latest 3D printing and additive manufacturing intelligence brought to you by the TCT content team. I'm Laura Griffiths, TCT Head of Content, and on today's episode, we have a conversation with Kieran Salter, founder of the UK's Digital Manufacturing Centre, which officially opens its doors at Silverstone Park this week. The engineering-led facility promises to be a real hub of additive and digital manufacturing to deliver industrial-scale production and education for industries such as motorsport, aerospace and more. Here, Salter talked to TCT about solving manufacturing challenges with digital solutions, the opportunities for advanced engineering in the UK, and how he hopes the DMC can be a reference site for what's possible with new manufacturing technologies. TCT also took an exclusive first look behind the scenes at the facility, which you can now go and watch on our YouTube channel or at tctmagazine.com. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And for more additive insight, head on over to tctmagazine.com. We can get your free print subscription to the magazine and receive the biggest 3D printing news stories delivered straight to your inbox every week. Thank you for, for inviting me to talk about the DMC today. It's, um, it's actually a journey that we started as long ago as uh, 2012 when, when Caleb Special Projects first started to, uh, to get involved in industrial inkjet and, and digital deposition. Um, and, and at that point, we actually invested in our first AM machine, which was a Stratasys uh, Fortis 400. <laughs> and we'd identified opportunities around motorsport and, and sectors that we already worked in. And we also found that we were quite successful because we were able to supply a full service, not just um, a print bureau, but we were, we were solving customers' problems and engineering solutions as well as making parts. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started to get involved in using metal parts as well and, and discovered quite quickly that the supply chain for that was, was pretty immature and not very robust. And, and we struggled, frankly, to, to source finished, fully finished parts. So it was as early as 2013, that we kind of had, I guess, the first ideas around creating a digital manufacturing centre. Um, but we needed funding and we needed to uh, to find support to, to deliver it. And actually, the market itself has also matured in, in that time since. We last spoke in January, and I know things have moved pretty fast with the centre's progress, and I can hear lots of action going on um, in the background there as well. <laughs> um, tell us what's been happening since then um, to prepare for the launch of this centre. Yeah, you're right. A lot has happened. Um, it's got the time's gone quite quickly. Uh, we're actually now um, pretty much a, a fully operational facility. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we're, we're making parts and we have engineers uh, based here and we have done since since April. We've still got some finishing off to do in terms of office spaces and, and, uh, and working spaces, but all of our equipment's installed. Um, we've got two brand new Renam uh, 500Q Renishaw machines, um, mm-hmm. which are currently being validated with uh, with various metals. Um, we've also got Progimax, our CNC machining partner, on site now, um, commissioning their DMG Mori 
uh, five axis CNC machine. And of course, we brought with us all of the equipment that we had from, from KDB Special Projects Additive Manufacturing Department, which essentially is what's been spun out to create this business. So yeah, all of the equipment's in place. There's a few things still to come. Um, the, the heat treatment furnaces have arrived, but they haven't yet been unpacked and installed. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the Dimension finishing kit arrived last week and, and I noticed today has, has been installed. So there's still lots of activity going on, but essentially we're, we're, we're actually operational and our downtime as an additive manufacturing business has been pretty minimal. You've worked with numerous industries with KW Special Projects over the years and had a lot of success in the automotive sector. I wondered if you could talk about what kind of industries you think that DMC will attract. And I know you said you're already um, a functional facility. So what kind of industries maybe you're already attracting? So I mean, the industries that we're, we're focused on, and I, and I guess we're you know, always keen to say we're not limited to the ones that we identify. Mm -hmm. um, we're always interested in other opportunities, new opportunities where additive can play a valuable um, part in solving people's problems. But you know, there are, I guess our target sectors are the high value, um, lower volume um, areas where there's a genuine benefit to be gained by having additive manufacturing as a solution. So mm -hmm. we're looking at space, aerospace, automotive, motorsport, um, probably a bit of consumer goods and, and maybe a consumer electronics are starting to come into play as well with new materials that we're starting to get involved with. Um, so, you know, all of those sort of advanced engineering sectors and, and, you know, for us, it's really important that we're using additive manufacturing as a genuine solution for, for problems that, you know, we, we, you can't use that. There are some scenarios where, where additive isn't the right solution, mm -hmm. but um, where you're looking at reducing um, the number of parts or increasing complexity or, or light weighting, then additive uh, will, will play a part in all of those sectors, particularly mm -hmm. now we're using metals as well as polymers. Yeah, and I wanted to ask you about that because, of course, the Digital Manufacturing Centre, it's not just an additive manufacturing centre. Can you tell us a bit more about the other technologies that you are working with? So the first first thing to, to, to make very clear is that we, we're engineering-led and that's we're, we're very proud of that and we think that's a, a significant USP. So this is a facility designed by and run by engineers who are trying to solve um, manufacturing and engineering problems mm -hmm. so we in order to to deliver solutions to our customers we we have a range of additive manufacturing capability in-house so we've got our renishaw machines our strategist machines our sla machines um some sls coming on board as well mm -hmm. but we've also got the the upfront services so full engineering services um, design optimization topological design um, material science and then downstream, we've got the heat treatment processes, the dimension post-processing finishes for polymers, but also in-house, vertically integrated into our facility, we've got CNC machining with uh, a brand new DMG Mori um, CNC cell, which is being uh, manned by Progimax, who have a, a great deal of experience in, in machining for years, subtractive technologies, but you need subtractive technologies as well as the additive. So we're, we're, we're very keen to say that we're providing a complete service, uh, finished parts, with the right quality um, um, measurements in place and quality management systems in place so that we're able to deliver what the customer needs. And you talked about the REN-AM systems being installed at the start there. And I know when you first started talking about the facility and installing machines, you described your relationship with Renishaw as this partnership. You know, you're not just a user of their machines. I wonder if you could talk to us about what that means in practice and you know, if that's the case for any of the technologies that you've got in-house as well. As, as, a, as a business, one of our cultures and philosophies, if you like, is that we consider all of our suppliers to be partners. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a, a, a partner doesn't necessarily mean that there's a, 
a, a special relationship from the supplier that we're getting some some unfair advantage from. It's mm -hmm. it's about creating genuine partnerships where there's mutual benefit. Yeah. Uh, so we obviously want all of our suppliers that are supplying us equipment that we're prepared to pay for and use uh, because we've identified it as the right solution, but they're also going to get something from it. So access to the sectors and the markets that we're involved in, um, access to our feedback and use on how we use the equipment. And then from, from, our, from our suppliers and partners, we, we expect similar level of engagement so that they're getting those benefits from the facility too. When you and I last spoke back in January, you shared how the challenges over the last year have made you question uh, whether what you were doing with the DMC was in fact valid. I wondered how important you think digital manufacturing technologies will be as we recover from some of those challenges that industries have experienced over the last year. Well, the, the, I mean, I think we've probably all seen the advancement in, in uh, adoption of digitization over the mm -hmm. last 12, 12 months, probably at the, the, the simplest level that we've all seen in terms of using Zoom calls and, and yeah. Teams meetings to, uh, to engage with your, your customers and your, and your um, collaborators. But, uh, you know, that's gone further. I think, you know, we're already seeing also that for some reason, post-COVID, you know, the whole electrification of, of vehicles is, is, is coming back on the scene at a greater pace um, and, and digitization in general. And I think what we're seeing or what we're expecting to see is that the, you know, a, a number of businesses that have now been challenged as a result of the pandemic are re-evaluating their business cases, they're re-evaluating how they do things, whether they're carrying the right level of stock, whether they should be looking at alternative ways of manufacturing to be more efficient, and of course additive plays to that. Um, there's, there's so many benefits of additive if you have the opportunity to, um, to redesign your business case around them then there's significant advantages to be had, whether it be light weighting, whether it be your carbon footprint, um, mm -hmm. or whether it be your sort of stock and, and reaction to market demand that's going on. So we, we, although we were concerned that the pandemic might have some negative impact on what we're doing, I think actually, it, you know, we're, we're fortunate now that we're probably uh, in the right place at the right time to, mm -hmm. to embrace the, the brave new world that's, that's ahead of us and advanced engineering and advanced manufacturing in the UK is going to be all part of that. Yeah, I'm building on some of the things you just mentioned there, you know, again, as a result of the last year, we saw companies really forced to question and rethink their supply chains to ensure that they will be prepared for any future disruptions. And digital technologies, especially 3D printing, have really enjoyed this heightened visibility um, in those conversations. What role can the DMC play there? I think the DMC can be a, a, a sort of a, a reference site actually mm -hmm. to what's possible that's what we'd like it to, to be i mean there's we're, we're we're fortunate that starting from the from a clean sheet of paper in the ground up that we can we can make it fully digital fully connected from the outset and we mm -hmm. don't have any legacy uh, systems that we're trying to to upgrade so we're starting from um you know in 2021 with a fully connected digital capability which we can which we can build on that on that capability that means that having distributed manufacturing, having um, localization of manufacturing as well if you need it, but building replica sites of this as well around, around the country or around the mm -hmm. world so that you can create more local manufacturing networks that are digitally connected. Those are the sort of opportunities that have been talked about for a long time, but I think mm -hmm. start to become a reality. So mm -hmm. that's, we, we see there's no, no limit to, to how much we can grow. And of course, um, people have probably, Think we're concerned about being copied well we, we'd love to be copied it'd be great if people say well we we we, uh, we used our references the digital manufacturing center in silverstone to build this facility but i suspect actually you know what the the, the the wiser thing to do would be to 
to, to call it another digital manufacturing somewhere else and franchise what we're doing and, and, and use our brand. There is a learning element built into this digital manufacturing centre. We know you've got um, education centres um, set up which can be used by schools, universities. Why did you feel it was important to have that included at the facility? Well, I mean, selfishly, we, we're all going to need more engineers in the future. And um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's one one impact that we hope to have is to, is to be able to influence engineers that have a direct advantage to us. But also, I think, you know, it's really important that we show young people what's possible um, for a career and, and how exciting engineering can be as a career. And some of the exciting technologies that, that, that we get involved with here also mean you get involved in some pretty exciting sectors to work in. So, you know, being an engineer gives you a lot of opportunity and we want to be able to communicate that to young people, show them what's possible, uh, show them the sort of things that we get involved with and hopefully inspire them to, uh, to choose engineering as a career. So I think it's really important. And, you know, we're already hopefully touch, touch wood, um, starting to engage with our first school trips to come and actually look around the DMC quite soon. With the customer conversations that you're already having, is the focus on production applications or you're also open to maybe the educational element there as well in terms of helping customers to really understand other potential applications for digital manufacturing, things like jigs and fixtures and you know, prototyping, for example? Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, really sort of to, to, to reference what I mentioned earlier, it's really important that we engage with customers early on and we're, we're helping people solve problems. We're not helping them... Um, necessarily engage with additive manufacturing specifically it's, it mm -hmm. we hope that's part of the solution but it's, it's really important to get involved in that in that design for manufacture piece at the beginning but we to answer your question about production absolutely production's our focus and we want to create um a, you know, we want to demonstrate that additive manufacturing can be series production of parts mm -hmm. and components for, for customers and there's lots of opportunities in automotive and, and, and aerospace to do that but also um, by being involved with the customers quite early on, of course, you have the ability to also impact on their understanding of how jigs and fixtures can be designed or composite tooling using additive, or even, dare I say, the good old fashioned uh, use of using additive for prototyping. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's you know, the, the, the advantages of not having any tooling do mean that you do have a minimum order quantity of one. So we, we just want to make sure that we're, we're helping customers at an early enough stage to have an impact because if they've already turned up to us with a part that's been designed it can be already printed then mm -hmm. you know you might as well use a service bureau uh, but if you actually want to help design the part better mm -hmm. um, to more to, to be more advantageously exploiting additive manufacturing then working with us early on is really important. You have previously spoken about how the DMC can provide a British hub for global partnerships, for example, again, using that sort of demonstration centre model. Can you tell us what that might look like and, and why that's going to be so important? So, I mean, part of that is about using it as a showcase for, for mm -hmm. other people's technology and, and by using it as a showcase for other people's technology, um, by showing sort of real world uses of it, then that has benefits for us and, and also for our partners and suppliers. Um, for example, we're, we're working with Beckoff, who are a long time KWSP supplier for um, industrial automation and, and IPC systems. But we're actually used their technology here to control the building. So we're doing all the building management systems through Beckoff controls. Okay. So we're able to manage the energy, manage the air conditioning systems, the lighting, but also tie that in digitally to the machines and machine energy consumption. So we're able to analyze the data. Um, which means that we can control the environment, we can understand uh, how the environment's having an impact on the manufacturing technologies that we've got. Um, so there's you know, those sort of case studies as a hub, 
um, are great. Renishaw doing the same thing with their equipment and their CMM capability here and connecting that together. And then with companies like Progimax who have come here as a using DMC as a base and a satellite operation for them, it means that they're able to create a, a new facility in a, in, a, in a different geography to the one that they perhaps normally working in. So it's that collaborative approach um, and showcasing people's technology that we think will mean people see it as a, as a hub, so a hub of technology and a hub of demonstration. And of course, the DMC, as you said, has been a long time coming. It's been um, a real ambition for a long time now. What are the long-term ambitions for the, the DMC? And also a slightly bigger question, what do you hope that this says about the future of British manufacturing? They, they, they used to say the sky's the limit, but um, I don't think it is anymore. So I think we can have a DMC, a digital manufacturing facility in space, servicing the uh, the new space networks that are going on. So, you know, it might sound silly, but actually there's a real possibility that we're going to have manufacturing in space in the future. There's a lot going on around um, uh, space activities. So that would be cool to have a DMC uh, on another planet. That would be really good. Um, but back to the UK, you know, and what it is do for British manufacturing, localization is, is everything at the moment. Having a UK supply chain that's that's effective and, um, and also reduces carbon footprint of your business by not having to, to move too many parts around the world is fantastic. Um, but I think what we're really good at in the UK is, is innovation and, and advanced engineering. Um, and, and this is a good example of that. It's not only a good example of it, it's in, uh, it's in the heart of a, a very high tech uh, area of the country around Silverstone Technology Cluster. So um, I think it should, should um, talk volumes for, for how uh, innovative and, and ambitious and, uh, and creative UK is and UK engineers are. Are you ready for TCT360? The event for 3D printing and additive manufacturing intelligence is back. Wherever you are in your AM journey, our fully CPD certified program will have something for you. See Additive in Action as 250 plus exhibitors run live demos of their machinery and equipment. Hear from NHS England, Rolls-Royce, Boeing, J-Bull and more as they take to the stage to discuss the latest applications. It's time to reconnect with your community after almost two years apart. Signing up is free and takes just a couple of minutes. So register today and prepare to join us at the NEC Birmingham on the 28th to the 30th of September 2021 to see Additive in Action.